Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Have you chosen Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Today is the day of your salvation. Pastor J.D. gives three easy steps to accept Jesus' gift. Think ABCs. The A is for admit that you're a sinner. The B is for believe that Jesus died for your sins. And the C is for confess that Jesus is Lord and call upon his name. Don't wait. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on August 30th, 2020. Pictured here is a reporter asking someone about their smart mark, and the lady says, quote, I never realized how wonderful technology could make me feel. The smart mark has brought order to my life. And the best part, it's absolutely free, a gift of thanks to our city from Rook Unlimited. In this scene, we turn to the evil plot and the evil ruler, who is referred to as number one. Here, one of his commanders, who is referred to as number six, interesting, (laughs) tells him, 23% of the population has been given the smart mark, number one. Number one replies by saying, time to test our system, number six. The flex fighters are out there somewhere teaming up with Jonathan Rook, Let's put our new recruits to work subtly. They then send a signal to those who have the mark to find those resistors who don't. And they instantly respond like controlled robots saying, we should find the flex fighters. Let's find the flex fighters. In this scene, the resistors have been cornered and have guns pointed at them. The armed men say, quote, world order is our destiny. Submit to the smart mark and enjoy the glorious victory of order out of chaos. Or you will be eliminated. Wait a minute. What do these guys that produce these things do? They turn to Revelation 13, go, oh yeah, we got to say the order out of chaos? In this scene, those who have not taken the mark are alarmed when they find out that their friends and family are on their way to get the mark, and they say, oh no, they can't. Those things are dangerous. It's a conspiracy, mind control. 
The older gentleman they say this to then stands up and says, I knew it. Three hours is enough time for us to get our families and maybe we can stop them before they get marked. They seem to be establishing checkpoints of some kind. This is how they keep order. The scene then turns back to the evil plot. In this scene, this man holds up a chip and says, your chip makes it possible to control everyone in Charter City, whether they're marked or not. Now I want you to pay particular attention to this screenshot. After saying this, they emit some sort of a frequency from what looks to be a 5G tower. After this frequency has been released, it shows that 98% of the population has been smart marked. The Simpsons. <laughs> 2010. Notorious for episodes that seemingly predicted future events, the most famous of which was an episode in the year 2000, 20 years ago, in which they had an episode where Donald Trump was the President of the United States. Hey, Satan knows Bible prophecy better than we do. He's not omniscient. So here's an episode in 2010. Uh, Here's a couple of quotes from the script. A secret conclave of America's media empires releases a deadly virus. The man running this secret conclave meeting says, quote, I'd like to call to order this secret conclave of American media empires. We're here to come up with the next phony baloney crisis and put Americans back where they belong in dark rooms, listen, glued to their televisions, too terrified to skip the commercials. The man continues, I think we should go with a good old-fashioned public health scare. A woman adds, a new disease. No one's immune. It's like the summer of the shark, except Instead of a shark, it's an epidemic. And instead of summer, it's all the time. Another media representative says, these are all media entities. They're at this secret conclave. So another media representative says, we do have standards. (laughs) This can't be a made-up disease. The only moral thing to do is to release a deadly virus to the general public. The executives then decide they need to come up with a new disease to which no one is immune. One man determines that simply telling people about it won't work and that a real deadly disease would need to be unleashed to the public. A man is injected with it to demonstrate The men then decide to blame the disease on something in every household, which leads to a new segment from Kent Brockman discussing the new house cat flu. When Homer sees this on television, he goes crazy. And then Marge tells him that the vaccine is out. So they all go out and get 
the vaccine. In another 2017 Simpsons episode, they fall asleep in church after they realize they're the only ones left behind in the church. Homer Simpson, as he's ready to open the doors, says, Oh well, it's not the end of the world. Then, when they open the doors, Marge says, Oh no, it's the apocalypse. Lisa then says, It's the rapture. And I never knew true love. This scene then shows their neighbors being caught up in the rapture. Marge then asks, why are we not ascending to heaven? Oh right, sins. Then it shows their daughter being raptured. You can't make this stuff up. As she's being raptured, Homer grabs her and says, where do you think you're going, missy? Then the ground opens up to a fiery pit, and they proceed to walk in as Homer says, Ooh, I smell barbecue. And then he starts screaming. Then the episode ends with the song in the background by the satanic band ACDC singing, I'm on the highway to hell. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Oh my goodness, Pastor, you've completely lost it. You're quoting The Simpsons, really? Listen, (laughs) I am keenly aware that there are those who believe that I've gone off the deep end. And you know what? I truly do understand why. And in all fairness, I, I absolutely do not blame you. What's happening in the world today is as surreal as it is unbelievable. And you can chalk this up to coincidence, but I would argue that this is exactly what Satan knows will happen. And he has been brainwashing and programming the masses for what is going to happen. Don't you find it at least a little peculiar that the Simpsons would have an episode about being left behind, missing the rapture? Come on. You know, that's an indictment on the body of Christ. You'll forgive me. I don't mean to come down hard on the church and Christians today, but I think it needs to be said. You know, Satan knows that the rapture is coming. Satan knows that time is short. Would to God that Christians knew that the rapture is coming and that time is short. You know, Satan's the master counterfeiter and the master deceiver, right? And as the master counterfeiter, you can only counterfeit that which is genuine. That's why you don't see a counterfeit $70 bill. There's no such thing as a genuine $70 bill. 
I say that to say this, the counterfeit validates and authenticates the genuine. So you have this counterfeiting deception, and it's a validation of the genuine. You have this Gnostic, New Age doctrine of demons. It is a counterfeit of the genuine. So, okay, let's say I've gone off the deep end. (laughs) I'm not going to argue with you. I mean, there have been times, and God knows my heart, where I've sat there in my study, and I just thought, I can't talk about this, Lord. People are going to think that I'm, you know, I basically lost my mind. And I think about Jeremiah, when God said, I'm going to put my words in your mouth, and you're going to speak them. So I have to speak the truth in love. And this is the truth. The truth is that the rapture of the church and the ensuing seven-year tribulation is sooner than any of us can even begin to imagine. We are that close. And I don't need the Simpsons to tell me that, by the way, just so we're clear. Bear with me for just a couple more minutes here. Before the Lord... As I've asked the Lord to search my heart as a pastor and a teacher, which is my profound privilege to be, people need Jesus. And I have to get as many people to Jesus as I possibly can before it's too late. So do you. I don't think the lateness of the hour can be overstated given the swiftness with which Bible prophecy is now being fulfilled. You'll forgive me for using this analogy, but I don't want to be numbered amongst those that are rearranging the deck furniture on the Titanic. It's going down, and we're going up, and the time's at hand. Whenever I'm out and about, and oh my goodness, I just, people are just paralyzed in such fear. And you see the despair in their eyes. I see people differently now. I don't see them as right or left or Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative or white or black. I see them as either lost or saved. If they don't get to Jesus, and if they don't know Jesus, what's coming is unspeakable. And it's horror. I heard a pastor share about a denomination in which five pastors in that denomination committed suicide because of this pandemic. That's the pastor. How about the people? Jesus is our only hope. Jesus is our only answer. And if you're watching online, I don't know how else to say it, but if you don't know Jesus, The time is now. Today is the day of salvation. 
He is your only hope. There is no hope in this world. This world and the things of this world are passing away. And it's just a matter of time, I believe any time, that the trumpet is going to sound and the dead in Christ are going to rise first. And we who are alive and remain are going to be caught up. That's the rapture in the twinkling of an eye, very fast. And we're going to be with the Lord. And then there are going to be those that are left behind. And they will enter into the seven-year tribulation. When I stand before the Lord, I want Him to say to me, Well done, good and faithful servant. Enter in. Those are the words that we all long to hear, right? You know, we've been doing these prophecy updates every week for 14 years now. And for the last three years, I think it's been about three years now, we've ended with the gospel of Jesus Christ and a simple childlike explanation of salvation by way of the ABCs of salvation. The word gospel simply means good news. Your debt has been paid. You're free to go. That's what the word gospel means. The gospel is that Jesus Christ paid your debt, your death penalty, your sin debt. He was crucified, he was buried, and he rose again on the third day, and he's coming back again one day. That's the good news. That's the gospel. The ABCs of salvation is just a simple way to explain how one is saved and born again. It's not the only way, and it's certainly not something that we have to do. There's nothing we have to do. It's already been done. Religion is what man does for God, but Christianity is what God has already done for man. And it is finished, period. Not comma, not semicolon. This is how it works, but it's not works. Because we're saved by grace through faith, not of works, lest any man should boast. It is the gift of God, not of works. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you sinned, that you need the Savior. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says, the wages of sin is death. That's the bad news, the death penalty. But here's the good news. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Salvation is a free gift. Now, when someone gives you a gift, if you pay for it, it's no longer a gift. It's a purchase, right? So somebody had to make that purchase to give you that gift. He purchased you with his shed blood in your stead. He paid for that in full, and He offers the gift to you 
to me the gift of eternal life. It's already been paid for. All of my sins, paid for. Every sin, paid for. Yeah, but pastor, you don't know what I've done. You know what? I love you. I don't want to know, okay? I don't want to know. God knows. But there's no sin that the blood of Jesus Christ is insufficient for, no matter what it is, no matter how bad it is. You're forgiven. It's there for the receiving, because it was already paid for in full. The B is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, and that God raised Him from the dead. This is Romans 10, 9 and 10. It says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. Why is it important to believe that God raised Jesus from the dead? Because in His resurrection, He defeated once and for all death and the devil. It was defeated. When He rose again from the dead, it was done. Satan is a defeated foe. The sea. I'll calm down now, sort of. If, if that doesn't encourage you and even excite you, I don't know what will. The sea is for call upon the name of the Lord. Again, this is not something you do or have to do. It's something that you'll want to do. It's a get to, not a got to, as one said. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, Romans ten thirteen. All who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. If you've never called upon the name of the Lord, I implore you, I plead with you. Seek Him while He may be found. Call upon Him this day, for today is the day of your salvation. Oh Lord, thank you for Bible prophecy. Thank you for telling us what's going to happen before it happens. So when it happens, non-believers will believe and believers will look up and lift up their heads, knowing their redemption, our redemption draws nigh, and it does draw nigh, very nigh. Lord, I would just pray and you see every heart of everyone that is not only here today, but watching online. And Lord, my prayer is very simple. If they don't know you, have never called upon you, I pray that today would be the day that they make the most important decision of their life for eternal life before it's too late. In Jesus' name, amen. The end of the world is going to happen, and it might be closer than we think. There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. 
With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person. He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for truth from God's Word right here on In Spirit and Truth.